Christine Bentley in studio with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union. Expecting more for your money, that's wealth esteem. Now, if you're looking for memorable getaways this winter, have you thought of Vernon, British Columbia? We're continuing our Explore Vernon series with Tourism Vernon, and this weekend we're excited to introduce you to former LPGA star A.J. Ethorn. Now, A.J. manages the Golf Academy team, and she started the Swing Like a Girl program at Predator Ridge Resort, where she once trained. We went for a lovely hike with her daughter, Macy, and got a lay of the land. So don't forget, you can watch all of this up on WhatSheSaidTalk.com right now. Just like Mom and Dad, the hilarious Canadian family game show based on the classic hit Just Like Mom has an all-new holiday special airing tonight. Show host Sandy Jobin-Bevins and Kylie Evans will be here to tell us all about it. And we're going to quiz them a little uh, with uh, some holiday trivia. So it should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And they've, and they've brought in they've brought in a giveaway. Oh, yes. Uh, Ann Brody, our film critic, has the latest movie and TV reviews in Saturday Night at the Movies, plus an interview with Bumblebee director Travis Knight. Uh, Space I Share CEO Sarah Selly is going to tell us how her startup is making offering and sourcing local storage space in Toronto more convenient than ever before. And closing out the show in our live studio sessions today, we have Michael Dunstan and Alvin Jones from Crack of Dawn. There are some great contests up now on our Facebook page. There is still time to win the 30th anniversary Blu-ray edition of When Harry Met Sally. Our handle there is at What She Said Talk. You can also find more great interviews, links to our free Apple podcast, in-studio videos, and much more on WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, it's not every day you get to go on a hike with a former LPGA star. What she said got the chance to go on a morning hike with none other than A.J. Ethorn, who now manages the Golf Academy team and started the Swing Like a Girl program at Predator Ridge Resort in Vernon, British Columbia, where golfing, hiking and snowshoeing are on the menu, as is some of the best pizza in town. A.J. has a great story you'll want to hear. And don't forget, you can watch more from our Tourism Vernon series up right now on WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Okay, Predator Ridge, we're here. Tell us all about it. 
Well, it's an exciting four-season uh, resort destination inside the city boundaries of Vernon. It is family-friendly, pet-friendly, and there's something here for everybody. So absolutely a great location to, uh, to check out when you're in the North Okanagan area in, in Vernon. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Here's Macy. She's come to join us. <laughs> yeah, she can come up. There we go. We met up with former LPGA star A.J. Ethorn and her daughter Macy. A.J. now manages the Golf Academy team at Predator Ridge, where she once trained. Okay, A.J., tell us about this beautiful spot that is Predator Ridge. Predator Ridge is awesome. It's, uh, it's made for four seasons. It's uh, obviously started out with a golf course. We have 36 holes of golf. Mm -hmm. So from April to October, we have golf, and it's lots of fun. Uh, the Predator and the Ridge course, two totally different courses, and... Uh, Good for all levels, really. Now, you spent 10 years on the LPGA I Tour. Did. Yeah. Um, that must have been something. It, it was a lot of fun. Actually, I was very lucky uh, to get on right when I left college. So um, a year out of college, I, I made it on tour and spent 10 years playing for a living and traveling all over the world. Um, you name it, I probably was in that country from South Africa to Malaysia to Japan and China to mostly in the U.S., but... Uh, for the most part, we just traveled around every week and played, and uh, I did fairly well. Uh, had, had a good career. I mean, it's it's tough to, to make a living and, and a go of it, but uh, certainly sh has shaped who I am as a person. So, and now your life has changed yet again it in the last couple yeah, of years. Uh, you could probably called, hear Macy in the background. Life. Yeah, you got Macy in the background. Uh, Macy will be two, and uh, I decided I didn't want to miss being a mom, so I... Mm -hmm became a mom, single mom, just did it through the... Wow, you all on your, like... All on my own, yeah. You did in yeah. vitro? It or? was, yeah, just uh, artificial. Perfect. So, yeah, it was great. You can pick, it's like match.com, you just pick who you want. <laughs> and, uh, but oh, not having to go on a date, so it was perfect. Um, and she's the light of my life. She's awesome. So uh, having that change, uh, being on the golf course and being that it's a little bit cyclical, that it's just April through October, I wanted something a little bit more steady that... I'd be busy. Mm -hmm. um, so I've gone into real estate and uh, with Sotheby's, which is great. It's a company. I have a partner uh, in that so that we can kind of share time. Uh, I can be a mom and still enjoy right. life, but still work hard. Um, I will always have a footprint at Predator Ridge, hopefully, mm -hmm. and uh, um, influence women. Uh, I still like to do clinics. And uh, I think that's the fun part about being mm -hmm. someone that was on the LPGA and that is passionate about golf is that People will follow you and enjoy it, and they'll take what they can get, so I'm very lucky in that. And you started something called Swing Like a Girl here at Predator. Yeah. So, so tell I, us about I, that. I changed my thinking a little bit. I actually caddied for a couple of years on the yeah. men's tour and then back on the ladies' tour, and I came back, and um, I love teaching. I love working with people and helping them out. So um, Swing Like a Girl really meant to us to, to teach people how to play golf and what the beauty of the game is. Um, the beauty of the game is being outdoors, being with people, being with your family. I was lucky mm -hmm. I had a family of four, my parents and my brother, and um, we took Swing Like a Girl and kind of made it so it's, it's family-orientated, it's about people, but it's about kind of empowering women to, to play golf and be really good at it and feel comfortable on the golf course. Mm, yes, I don't feel comfortable on the <laughs> golf course. Yes, and, and sometimes you have to fake it a little bit before you make it, right? <laughs> so we say, you know, you got to dress the part, and we're lucky here. We have a great golf shop, and, uh, you know, to kind of feel like I know I look like I'm a golfer, so thus I am a it's golfer. It's a mindset. It is me. a total mindset. This really? game is, you know, they say about 95% mental and 5% skill. Um, 
it's a lot of mental. And uh, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. When Swing Like a Girl, we kind of came up because I used to play with a lot of men and CEOs and companies. And mm -hmm. towards the end of the round, they're like, man, I really wish I could swing like you. I wish I could swing like a girl. And it was a, it was a bit of a joke, a bit tongue in cheek. And I'm obviously a little bit sarcastic, so it fit with me. <laughs> uh, so, but Swing Like a Girl, and, and you know what? It's really that empowerment of like a girl. Mm -hmm. Everything is like a girl. Like it's hit like a girl doesn't mean it's bad. It means it's got, you no. know, it's got some punch to it. It's got some whip to it. So um, we just wanted to have something that was very women focused. Yeah, and that, that that's great. Which is which was the the way in the, in the world, and and now it's you know you see so more so many more women, and I know your program is about that. It's like it's empowering women, and we've we've seen a, an influx. We'd love to see more junior golfers, mm -hmm. uh, junior girls, but you know what it. If we can just get a little bit and get the, the momentum going, and it will be great. Okay, so you're going to take us on a hike at, with Macy. Yes. Show us how you can you know, get what we do. We get outside, and uh, it's a little chilly, but that's okay. We dress warm, and we just hit the trails and hit the golf course because there's nobody out there anymore, and we just go and have fun. Macy's entourage coming through. <laughs> you're, so you're, the trails go through the golf course area? Some of the trails go through the golf course. Some of them kind of break out uh, into the trees where you're not supposed to hit your golf ball. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you break back out and some beautiful views. Um, in the fall, we start kind of cutting back, but we have lots of yoga. We have um, a fitness center that has lots of programs. Uh, we also have tennis and pickleball that have just started up, which is really kind of fun. And in the wintertime, we usually just... Uh, we break out this, the cross-country skis and the snowshoes and we hit the trails. Um, and then speaking of trails, we have tons of uh, actual trails for biking and hiking uh, all throughout. doesn't matter what type, time of the year it is. So um, it really is meant for all seasons. It's, it's out, meant for outdoor people. And all ages. And all ages. Yeah, you can, uh, there's kind of every level. So like the green, easy stuff, but there is some very high-end uh, technical stuff for especially downhill um, biking, which is a lot of fun, but uh, is that what they call fat? fat? The fat, the fat tire, fat bikes. Um, yeah, that, those are a little bit more for the snow for right. winter time, but uh, we have those around here as well. So, um, for those that are not quite as athletic, we do have the assist bikes where they mm -hmm. are mechanical, so you can pedal part of the time and then get some assist the rest of the time. We do suggest, obviously, uh, there's wineries really close by, so <laughs> you can take your bike down, but get the little assist on the way back, so it's good. What would you tell people that are like thinking like somewhere that they want to go in BC? Um, why would you say pick Vernon? Vernon has something for everybody. It's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful location. Summer, winter, doesn't matter. Uh, we have two beautiful lakes. We have um, ski hills, we have um, Kalamalka Park, which is great for hiking, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's got something for everybody, but it's a small town, and it's right. close to the big metropolis of Kelowna, where you can come and you fly in and everything else, but you don't have to deal with big city living, and it's, uh, I, I find a lot of people like to retire here, but it's also a great place to raise a family, so um, it's got something for everybody. We've got tons of lakes, and I think that's, that's my neat. biggest thing why I came home. Okay, so it's more than just a lodge. There's a whole community here. It's a massive community. Actually, we have just uh, just over 800 uh, home lots now, and we have um, lots of new builds, a new community called the Commonage. Um, this one that's right behind us here is Whitetail, so that was two years ago, a new build, and it's amazing. It's it's just a matter of, and you'll find out too, is as soon as you get here, you go, I got it. Mm -hmm. 
I, I get why people come here, uh, but you have to almost see it to believe it. And uh, these new builds, I think more and more people are just going to want to come and live here. It's a community. It's a community about all sp- sorts of sports and uh, just being together as a, as, a, as a group. So do people come and stay at the lodge and end up buying? Absolutely, yeah. People come and stay, and uh, you know it doesn't take them but a couple times, and then they want to invest. <laughs> we have the tips, and that's sort of a, a small way to go in. It's fractional ownership, and then uh, then you end up finding people that want to buy. You can learn more about AJ and what Predator Ridge has to offer at PredatorRidge.com. If you want to see the gorgeous views of Predator Ridge Resort and more from our trip to Vernon, British Columbia, head on over to WhatSheSaidTalk.com. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? A, they've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B, they're straight up lying to us. Or C, they're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of dragons! I think I'm onto something. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, we love a good holiday TV special. <laughs> and Just Like Mom and Dad, the hilarious Canadian family game show based on the classic hit Just Like Mom, is bringing traditional holiday fun to Canadian families with an all-new special airing tonight. And here to tell us all about it are show hosts Sandy Jobin-Bevins and Kylie Evans. Welcome to What She Said. Well, we're Thank glad you. to be here. Thanks Thanks Thank you. <laughs> now, what you two may not know is that kitchen manager on the original Just Like Mom was my first job in television production. Wow. So yep. what, what does that mean, kitchen manager? I got to cook up some of those wonderful delights in what was back then a fancy new device called a microwave. Oh, right. We had a few right. explosions uh, happening yeah. and, you know, kids trying to put all chocolate, <laughs> trying to, you know, connect yeah. with their moms. Um, but I would gather things have changed, that the, the reboot, everything's been modernized. Yeah. So tell us, uh, tell us about it. Yeah, uh, it has been modernized. Well, I think the the the, the biggest addition is the dads. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the that's true. <laughs> we used to have a couple of, a couple of times a year. We'd have just like dad. Okay, but is right? it wasn't okay. it wasn't a regular it right. wasn't a regular thing. It was a big production when the dads. Yeah, came. big deal. Yeah, that's <laughs> sweeps week. I guess you know, yeah. get those ratings up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so, so how, how else has it changed? Um, well, I think we just talked about the kitchen. Yeah. Um, the the kitchen has definitely changed. Um, we've added a lot of new ingredients for the mm-hmm. for the kids so that they can't sort of just say, "Mine's all ketchup. Pick the one with the ketchup mm-hmm. or all the chocolate." Um, and we've had some pretty devious kids who want to use 
everything that is in front of them. So I think once they see uh, all of the ingredients, they're like, yeah, the, the plan goes out the window. They're really excited to just to throw everything in. Mm-hmm. Um, That's definitely different. Yeah, every, every kid has different ingredients. And I think the other way that the show has changed is, is the wheel. So oh, the yeah. old prize wheel uh, oh, in, the, in the old show yeah. looked like it's going to fall over at any yeah, moment. It, you never it, knew. It, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little wonky. Uh, but uh, we have, in the in the first season, we had a really nice lit up big wheel that's, uh, that stands this like, vertical. Vertical? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And then now it's uh, sitting uh, horizontal and you, uh, one, one like the parent spins it, one person spins it, and then the kid drops a ball, almost like a roulette wheel. And then the ball spins around and it, where it lands. So it's a little more, uh, more action to it. I guess yeah. you would say. Yeah, yeah. more high tech. Yeah. But the prizes are great. We don't, but it used to be that you did give away uh, a trip for two to Disney World. So you'd have to choose who you're going to take with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now it's a family trip, trip for, for on Sunwing. Uh, you go on a trip for the whole family. We had a Kia car on the on the wheel as well this, yeah. uh, this season as well. So Great Wolf Lodge. There's all kinds of really great. There's so many yeah. things I think that have changed about children and what they're interested in. But I think getting them in a kitchen. Yeah. With a mom or a dad or both, it hasn't changed. It, there's something about cooking uh, together that is timeless. Would you agree or do you think they're a little more sophisticated than maybe we were? <laughs> no, I think um, I think you're right about that. I think it's timeless. And I, I think um, one thing that I feel has changed is kids are good cooks now. Like with the whole Master Chef mm-hmm. phenomenon yep. and and uh, Master Chef Junior, like these these kids are really good in the kitchen. A lot of them, especially because we had older kids this time around. We t- decided to go into teenagers, and so the teenagers definitely have the skills to not just bake. So we don't just bake now; we're doing cooking. So they're actually doing things like lasagnas or pastas and things like that. And so, and they, some of them really know how to do it, and they're they don't want to add the extra ingredients because they're like, no, you'll ruin my masterpiece. Right. <laughs> And then others are like, I want to make this horrible for my parents. You're you're absolutely right, because in our day, there wasn't really a foodie movement. I mean, you learn to cook because your mother showed you or you helped or whatever. But now there is really a movement and they're quite young. Yeah, Yeah, it's very true. Actually, it surprises us. We had eight-year-olds basically knowing exactly what they're doing in there. (laughs) Most, though, just like I've never been in a kitchen before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is literally the first still? time I've seen any of these ingredients. Yeah, yeah still. Yeah. I only wash dishes. I don't yeah, do the cooking. Yeah. So what can we expect from uh, tonight's holiday special? What's different? Well, we uh, typically in an episode, the uh, the kids uh, create for their parents and they have to decide which one of these baking creations uh, that their kids made. But we're also adding on this this time for the holiday special that the parents are going to be creating something special. Uh, I won't say exactly. Maybe we'll leave it as a surprise. Right. Parents are creating something special, and the kids have to decide which one their Creation parents or, yeah. made. So we're flipping it back. That's going to be added on there as well. Uh, I'll be wearing this jacket. I just haven't taken this jacket off. For so, <laughs> He's been wearing it for six months. Yeah, for six months. <laughs> really? Uh, every day. So excited about this special. I wake up every day and put this jacket on. It's, it stinks. I know you can't smell it out there, but it stinks. Um, but uh, we, uh, we we definitely expanded. We have carolers involved. There's a, it's a, The set is amazing. It's been Christmas-ified. Yes. The, the set looks outstanding. The set is phenomenal. And um, the carolers were amazing. Um, and, of course, we, were, we wanted to make it uh, that every kid got something. So there are basically a prize for every kid, yeah. right? We have, the, we have some gifts out there. They can go choose a gift. And, and all through the all through the show, we're giving away gifts, right? It's not just uh, at the end there's a prize. There's gifts no. all the way through. 
Because it would be pretty bad at Christmas if you're like, well, everyone won but this kid. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, Have okay. a great holiday. <laughs> All right. We want to test your holiday knowledge. Sure. Play okay. a little trivia game and uh, people listening out there can, can play along. So let's see. Uh, let's see how you do if you're okay. Mr. Christmas. Mr. Christmas. Mr. Christmas. I didn't claim to be Mr. Christmas. <laughs> I wore the jacket, but that's all I got. Okay. In the song <laughs> Frosty the Snowman, what made Frosty come to life? Can I answer? Yeah. It's the hat. He puts on the the, the magic hat. Yep. There it that's is. That's yeah, right. Is. Okay. Okay. What <laughs> Christmas decoration was originally made from strands of silver? Mm. Tinsel. Yay. Nice. Yay. Right. Two other two. Not bad. Uh, what Christmas beverage is also known as milk punch? Ooh, that's got to be eggnog. Yeah. Got to be. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a tie. Per a recent <laughs> holiday fad, what spy lives around the house reporting back to Santa oh, yeah. who has been naughty or nice? Kyle, you know this one. Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. Your sister does Elf on the Shelf with her, her nephews. Yes. And yeah. they're um, 17 and 18 years old. And they old, still do Elf on the Shelf. Do Elf. Yeah, we missed. I think Elf on my children are 24 and 22. And we sort of missed that. I think it came out sort of. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I don't remember Elf in the Shelf. Yeah, being no, part I of don't ours. remember it either. No, no yeah, I, my, I missed that too. My parents didn't say there's an elf watching you. They said, we're watching you. Yeah. So get it together. Santa's <laughs> watching you always. That's right. He's that's the right. one who knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, one of Santa's reindeer shares a name with a famous symbol for Valentine's Day. Oh, yes, of course. Cupid. Yes, nice. Okay. Ooh, which is the most popular ornament used at the top of a Christmas tree? It's got to be a star. No. Angel. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, that's hard because I, we, we always have an angel. Um, I, but do you have, you have an angel or a star? I always, mm, an angel. Yeah, an angel. That's See, now angel. here's my problem. It looks painful for that angel. <laughs> because it's got to stick on something. Yeah, I know, I know. No. I just can't do that to the angel <laughs> anymore. The no, angel. but the thing is, angels are just, you know, they just float. Oh, I see how it works. <laughs> they float in heaven. They don't yeah. feel anything. They're just hovering anything. above the tree. The thing is, when you're 6'4", you jam that angel yeah, on the tree. that's true. <laughs> that's your job every year. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's keep going with these questions. empathy for the angel. Which, which author wrote the book, A Christmas Carol? Uh, that is Charles Dickens. Easy. According to the song, what did my true love give me on the seventh day of Christmas? Ooh, Kylie, you know this. You're the singer. Seven. Just seventh did day this. Seven lords a-leaping? No. <laughs> seven. I'm going to say maids milking. Seven maids milking? Seven, seven. swans a-swimming. Yeah, swans a-swimming. Yeah. Lots of oh, that's They got us on one. They got us on one. Three of Santa's reindeer's names begin with the letter D. Okay. Name all three. Donner. Dasher. Dancer. Hey. Yay. Nice work. And what color are the berries of the mistletoe plant? Okay. Red. Well, it's got to be red, right? Wrong. White. Green. I think, oh, so you know, Kelly. Wait, wait. Hold on. Which one was right? White. White is right. White okay. is right. Oh, wow. So you they, you win. Yeah, she wins. Yeah, she wins. Yeah. She got two, yeah. two more. Yeah, than we you did. we brought a prize pack to give away, but yes. we're just gonna give it to Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. Thank you so Tell us, no. <laughs> That's how giveaways work, right? I will lift it up. Okay, so yep. tell us what it's an NHL. Yeah, prize I got an NHL. Pack. I got lots Children. of stuff. I am gonna there. have fun it's with got this. A, uh, it's got a it's a retro leaf. So you got Ed Belfour in that. Um, <laughs> I think this There's guy. There's a Dragon Club th- Kids magazine. There you go. I think this action figure of Belfour will probably stop more goals. Five Nights Freddy's board game. Yeah. Yep, I mean, the Belfour action figure you've got. Yeah. And there's other there's action a, there's figures. There's a Blue Jay in there. It looks like Pilar. 
There's Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, yep. Patrick Lane. Patrick Lane. Lane, thank the you, Jets. sir. What do I know? The Jets, that's okay. Um, <laughs> Lego crayons, Ushi pencil toppers, and the Blue Jays. You're right. And there is oh, yeah, a Blue yeah. Jay in Kevin, there. Kevin Pillar is in there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's in this bag. Kevin Pillar's in this bag. Please let him out. <laughs> We're going to need okay, him in the outfield. Okay, so the, um, the special airs at 8 uh, p.m., tonight yes. and you can catch the just like mom and dad show every saturday at 8 p.m on yes tv right yes, yes where you are we're very excited we're very excited about tonight yeah it's gonna yeah. be great yeah well you can enter for the prize pack there's a post right up now on our facebook page at what she said talk so sandy and kylie thank you so much for joining us today thank you very Thanks much have a great us. holiday yeah you yeah. too What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Saturday night at 8 o'clock. I know where I'm gonna go I'm gonna pick my baby up And take her to the picture show Joining us now for Saturday Night at the Movies is our film critic, Ann Brody, and we are starting off with the kid-friendly holiday sci-fi movie, Bumblebee. <laughs> I went to see it. I had no clue it was Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Which I normally don't, you know. You normally don't go? <laughs> Doesn't resonate with you? No. Oh. <laughs> but this was really good because it was a, a coming-of-age story mm-hmm. wrapped up in a friendship story, wrapped up in <clears throat> a sci-fi intergalactic battle. It was really fun. And Haley Steinfeld, who plays a young girl, she's a rebel, she's a car mechanic, this VW that she spots in the junkyard, um, she nurses it back to life, and it, it becomes this transformer bumblebee because he's yellow and black. And he helps her with the tough times that she's going through. She wants to separate from the family. She helps him fight the war, believe mm-hmm. it or not. But it's all de- – okay, this is another film this holiday season that's gone low-tech. It's stop animation. Stop animation? Mm-hmm. Stop, Stop motion. motion. Yeah. It's old-fashioned, and it's set in the 80s, and the soundtrack is so good. Oh. Duran Duran, Joan Jett. <laughs> so, now, yes, it's good for mamas, too. What about shoplifters? 
Oh, wow. That is something. That's uh, a Japanese film, and it's got an Oscar nomination. Ooh. Or will be. Will have. It's the entry from Japan. It's one of the most popular foreign films around, most critically acclaimed. It's about a family living in a hut in Japan in, in deep, deep poverty. So the children are raised to be thieves so that they can eat. All the women work in the sex industry. The men don't do a thing. They just get high. And uh, so... <clears throat> They find well, they're a, doing something. I guess. They're getting high. <laughs> That's a lot of work. They're managing. They're managing. Yes, while the women go out and... Anyway, there. that's another conversation. But um, so it turns out the great revelation, and it's not a spoiler because it's in all the reviews, is that they are not a family. And what has happened is generationally, going back decades and decades, street people collect... Stray animals, stray children, stray elderly, and bring them all into this hut that they live in and because they need somebody. And there's some really wonderful moments, like them going to the beach for the first time. Um, and there's some really devastating moments because it reminds us of the poverty in the world. It's quite an incredible experience altogether, and I highly recommend it. Okay. I'm not recommending this next one from seeing the trailer. Usually trailers, you know, I think try to like bring you in, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, second act, Jennifer Lopez did nothing for me. The tra- I thought I was looking I thought I was watching an updated version of Working, Working Girl. Girl. Exactly. I think it's a total rip off. Yeah. Uh, okay, it is so formulaic, it's ridiculous. And a Dumbass premise. <laughs> a dumbass premise. I mean, you can't be a coarse girl from Brooklyn who's very much of the hood and rise to the top of a of a corporation through a fake resume. Realize that your rival, you might be related to your rival. It's just one magical thing after another. But I will say that Jennifer Lopez, who is now fifty, she's great. She's charismatic. She's she has heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that's great about this one. What about Bird Box? I've heard a lot <sighs> yeah. about this. Um, Jen- uh, Sandra Bullock plays a woman who's with her children, and she's caught up in this plague um, in which there's sort of mass suicides taking place. And what you have to do is blindfold yourself so you don't look at someone because you'll catch it. It's quite horrifying. It's a horror film. So Sandra Bullock's in a horror film. Who um, would have thought that? I know, like, right? And she's completely transformed. Her voice is really rugged and raw. And she's she's just driven to survive. Um, and it, it flashes back during three different time periods. And Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight plays her love interest and fellow escapee from the city. Jackie Weaver, one of my favorite. She's isn't she fantastic? She's great. Australian well, I, girl. Australian girl. Yeah. We'll grow up watching her in lots of things. And John Malkovich is in it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't a, like the, him in this. <laughs> it's a good cast. <laughs> Very good cast, uh, and it's pretty good. But I mean, I'm, again, we have a female lead who is who is going to be everything for this film. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock. She's completely different here. Um, it's pretty good. It's scary. Uh, now, uh, Barry Jenkins, he made Moonlight, right? One yeah, yeah. now we're on to releases on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. So, yes, um, Barry Jenkins, who did Moonlight, got all the awards. He's using his, his sort of mystical, lyrical, pastoral style once again in the heart of Manhattan. Um, a young girl and a young guy 
find themselves expecting. They're not married or engaged or anything. And he is Stephen James from Scarborough. This is called Beale Street Could if Talk? Beale, if, if Beale, Beale Street, Street Could, could talk, talk, based okay. on the James Baldwin novel right. of 1974. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's, he's imprisoned for something he didn't do. And uh, it's a real sort of exploration of family life for uh, African-Americans in Harlem and inside these people's souls. It's so beautiful to look at. It is such an experience. Okay, and what else do you like uh, on Christmas Day? Because we've got Christian um, Bale. Yeah, we've and... got Christian Bale as Dick Cheney in Vice. Mm-hmm. It's not a great film, but oh my goodness, I didn't know that Cheney was so evil. <laughs> <laughs> With okay. a wife to match. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, Felicity oh. Jones is playing Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG. Yeah, it's bad. The notorious RBG. It's bad? It's bad. Oh. And the documentary that you just mentioned is very good. Very, very good. If you want to learn about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that's the thing to watch. This is a hallmark version of a very important, powerful, and influential woman's life in politics. Okay, Annie, we have to leave it there. You can find more movie and TV reviews up now on whatyousaidtalk.com. But you got to sit down with Bumblebee director Travis Knight to talk about the film. So let's take a listen to that. You're wearing Bumblebee colors today. I am. I am. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) I had to go into the summer bin. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Bumblebee. There is only one way to end this war. You must protect Earth and its people. I think Bumblebee is my favorite of all the Transformers film because it's accessible. It's not loaded down with verbiage and explication. It's it you have an accessible style, and I just think it's it's better for young people to understand and love and learn and thank you see her journey. Thank you. And of course, it is her journey, her personal journey, combined with this this intergalactic. Yeah. (laughs) Event. <laughs> yes, no, it's, it's a kind of a, a beautiful story about a relationship in the midst of a crazy space age intergalactic, you know, <laughs> conflict. Um, but yeah, that was that was the intent to try to to uh, for me, you know, growing up and loving the Transformers in the '80s. I love those cartoons. I thought they were fantastic. To try to honor the spirit of that, which is to me, it evoked a sense of discovery and wonder and magic, and blend that with some of those great '80s coming of age stories, like you know, like ET and Goonies and Back to the Future, things like that to really have that spirit. I mean, for me, those were great movies growing up with. It, you know, they evoked a sense of wonder and laughter and tears and had a strong beating heart at the center of it. And yes. that's what I wanted this film to have as well. That's what you want in a, in a film that is sci-fi and, and really, you know, extends your imagination. You want the human heart there, yeah. exactly as you say. Now, for Haley, it, it presents two challenges. One, working with things that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And another is working intimately with humans yeah. from the heart. Yeah. So how did you help her in those two very different efforts? Well, I mean, I was very fortunate that she's extraordinarily talented. Isn't I mean, she? she's absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, I remember my very first meeting with Paramount and the producers about this movie. I said, it has to be Haley Steinfeld at the center of this movie. It, it was the, it was, she was the only person I could think that could do the, the role justice. And when she agreed to do it, I was thrilled because I knew at least one part of the movie was going to be good. <laughs> Uh, and she's great. I mean, she was a joy to work with. I mean, it, she had never done anything like this before. Uh, you know, essentially theater of the mind stuff. There's nothing there. She's acting against thin air. And so she has to give this beautiful, layered, authentic, emotional performance against 
nothing. And you know, the the robot didn't come later until we were in vi- visual effects land. You know, months and months later. Um, so did you hold up a mop for her to look at? <laughs> yeah, there's a number of tricks you do. I mean, I sorted all that stuff out to make sure that you know she knew what the robot was going to be doing right. at any given moment. Right. We talked all these things through. You know, we'd ha- sometimes we'd have a uh, an ex circus performer on stilts kind of walk around the set so she would know basically where he was and about how tall he would be. But in the end, she has to create this this beautiful performance with with nothing there, and it's it's incredibly impressive what she's able to do. It's so cool, and what you've done is amazing too, Thank because you. you know the Transformers can be, uh, you know, sort of mechanical in a way, but this is not. It is so intimate, and you see that. I mean, it's a silly thing to say. Love is in the air always. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you just have to find it, even if it's a. <laughs> A Volkswagen. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was, uh, you know, I wanted to tell a story that, you know, had all the, the great aspects of, for me, the yeah. Transformers, which is the great action and the fights and the, and the speed chases and all that cool stuff, but that really had, a, you know, a, a tender heart at the, at the center of it. And, you know, that's the, those are the stories that really mattered to me, and that's what mattered to me about this movie. More than anything else was making sure that relationship worked. And I love the fact that it is um, set in the 80s, that it is uh, sort of old school tech yeah it was just so nostalgic yeah. I mean, we try we as much as we could we try to capture all that stuff in camera like like you would sh- have wow. shot it in the in the 80s wow and of course we availed ourselves of great technology for to bring the robot to life but more as much as we could we tried to shoot everything in camera isn't that amazing yeah and I know you've got a real fondness for the old tech I do yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. you know I, I I've worked in uh, in stop-motion for for over 20 years, and that's as old tech as you can get. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, keep up the fight. Thank you. Great. Thanks Appreciate so that. much. Cheers. <laughs> what She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Calling all homeowners and empty nesters with extra space. Toronto-based startup Space I Share is making the process of offering and sourcing local storage space more convenient than ever before with the launch of its new online platform. Joining us now to tell us how it works is the CEO and the founder, Sarah Selly. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you. Really happy to be here. 
Okay, so Space iShare yes. is Canada's marketplace for storage and parking. Correct. And you founded this, as I understand it, after you realized that one of your relatives was going to be spending $12,000 for yep. two years of storage yes. at a traditional self-storage facility. So That's what right. happened when you found that out? I looked at my empty basement and I thought there has got to be a better way to make this work because spending $12,000 for two years, um, her stuff was worth maybe $3,000 and yet she was putting it away because she had a future expectation of what to use it for. So I thought about all the families out there that have vacations they'd love to go on. Maybe they want to pay down their mortgage as mortgages are getting so much higher in the city. And $6,000 would have made a great difference for both parties. So I decided that I wanted to build a marketplace where I could match people together. That there's people in the neighborhood that have it, people who need it, and self-storage facilities charge so much money and, and the rates keep going up. And not only that, it's a whole reusable thing, yeah. which means you're not then excavating homes to build exactly. storage units exactly. when you can you can sort mm -hmm. of absorb a lot of that. That's exactly it. It's, let's use a space that we already have out there. I look at these self-storage facilities going up and I'm a big environmentalist. I love to maintain as many trees around the city as possible. And there's, you know, new homes right next door that have empty basements. People have maybe not built it out yet. And this could actually help contribute to their... Well, you in fact have pointed out that 50% of working Canadians are maybe within $200 of not being able to pay bills Absolutely. or their debt repayments. Yeah. So renting out the extra space to earn a little bit of additional income, yeah. especially without having the, the hassle of a tenant, That's it. would be yep. super attractive. We always say that boxes are so much quieter than tenants, right? So, <laughs> you know, you don't have anyone in the basement knocking on the ceiling. I've experienced that before. And... Um, yeah, it makes it so much easier for people. In that so sense. what's the process? So essentially what you'll do is if you have the extra space, you can either call our 1-800 number. We can help you facilitate getting your site um, or your space up on the platform. Otherwise, you go to spaceishare.com. You click add a listing. You easily add a listing. If you have a couple of photos, put that in there. And then um, determine the cost that you want to charge for. We have a calculator. If you are go to calculator.spaceishare.com, we give you an estimate as to how much you might want to charge for your space. Um, put up the space. If you're looking for space, look in the area and connect with them. Okay, I, I've got a little alarm bell going sure. off in my mind because I've had issues. Um, we had rental properties before. Yeah. What about safety? What about insurance? Yes. Who? Yes. How does that work? Those are the biggest questions we get asked and okay, it's certainly good. for Potential us. flooding. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> mm -hmm. safe, trusty, uh, trusted environment is really the, the goal that we're, we're going after. So first off, um, when people are storing in your space, you want to make sure that that person is um, somebody who you want to share space with. So you you have um, absolute control to go and look at their boxes if you want to take a look at what they have. Um, you get to dictate the terms, so the price, the house rules, how much they get to access the space. And then on the insurance side, most homeowners don't realize that 80% of home insurance does not cover yes. you sharing that space. Mm -hmm. So being part of the Space I Share community gives you that extra satisfaction to know that you will be covered when you are sharing space so on the you platform. You have we like have a, a comprehensive policy. insurance Correct. policy. Yes. Okay. So, is there a questionnaire that goes out to people saying, or do you inspect, or is there any inspection, you know, to make sure that there are no rats and that there's no flooding every spring? And 
I don't know. We have legal documents. So uh, very specific legal in terms and conditions okay. that okay. ensure that that person who's sharing the space um, both has a safe place where they share it, as well as the people who are sharing their space, what they can and cannot put in that space. Um, because we're not just talking boxes. We, we, your car, parking. It could be a Christine, car. Christine, don't exactly. you have an extra parking spot? Yes, and, and somebody approached me and said, could they rent it there in my go. building? Absolutely. So I said, okay. Absolutely. And so what we do is we also help take care of the payments. So one of the biggest issues that people have is chasing down their renters for mm-hmm. checks or you know um, regular payments. So that renter will come onto our platform and each and every month or each and every week, however you want to um, do the, the um, space sharing, they get charged for that specific space. And then we pay the, the money to the host. So um, storage and parking yes. are givens. Yes. But what about events? Now, you're saying that sharing your home, yeah. I mean, very few of us get a knock at the door saying, we, wanna, we want your house for a film, yes. and we'll pay you whatever. It's, it's funny you mention that, because we actually used to offer the event space as well. Um, it used to be one of the categories that we had on our platform, and yeah. we decided that we were going to scale back just a little in the short term, so that we were just looking for the driveways, garages, sheds for now. But the event space is absolutely something that we want to get into, because ah. think about the people that have the beautiful backyards that potentially could be used for a wedding. Um, we have had people... Um, contact us because they wanted to do a cooking show and they're just amateur university students but we're happy to pay a lower cost than you would if you were a professional company so event space absolutely could come into the into play in the next six months to a year is this something that's uh, in the coming up product list? roadmap yes product is. roadmap what yes, else is. is on the product roadmap well, um, I don't want to get too much more into I it. I don't blame but you. We do want to use the word space I share as something that would be um, a place where anybody would go to share space and to find space. So it could be in the subletting world where you actually have a, a space that you want to share. And once you have the review system, once you have people that are, are giving back and saying, I like this person, this person's trustworthy, we want to create that community of people that are sharing that space. So. Um, think of even about fields, um, empty fields where people have tiny homes and RV spaces and right, boats and right. you know, things like that. So, so do your do your uh, the people who offer space and the people who rent space? Is there a rating system so you can eventually over the years build up something where you yes. say, "Wow, this person's mm-hmm. five star yes. all the way." Yes, absolutely. We think it's so important that you can say that you're happy with the space that you rented. Um, we hear from certain people that say, you know, the parking wasn't great or there was an issue here. And it's always good to let everyone else know in the community when you have issues. Is there a way that um, if if I'm, I can just go sort of on, online or onto your site and mm-hmm. figure out what my space might be worth without having to go through? Yes. So uh, with our calculator, you're absolutely able to go through and say, this is the size of space. This is where it's located in the home. Um, or in a building, could be a, could be a commercial space. And this is um, how much access that person can get. And when you put in your location, then it gives you a number to say, this is how much you could make over the year. So, um, and that's the calculator.spaceishare.com that allows people to see how much their space is worth. And so when you realize that your space could be worth 4000 a year, you maybe it's worth clearing out that that space Absolutely. for somebody else. Are you going to come out with an app? It seems like such a, like should be yes. perfect for an app. Yes. Are so right you? now, <laughs> <laughs> we have a web app right now, so it is responsive. If you go on your phone, you're able to um, easily navigate. But we do have an iOS and Android coming out a little bit later this summer. 
And have your relatives forgiven you for allowing them to pay $12,000 and not founding this a little bit earlier? <laughs> I have to say, I have stored a lot of stuff for my family members already and for friends. I think a lot of us can say that if we have bigger homes, it has been one of those calls we get once in a while. It's just like having a pickup truck. Do you have a truck to move stuff? So, yes, I have done it for family in the past. And uh, I'm sure I will continue to do it, but maybe next time I'll Well, even I was thinking that uh, my daughter's a finished university now. Yeah. One of the cars were at university. Yeah. We didn't have, we had space in our driveway. That's it. Our garage is chock-a-block full of yeah. all, all the stuff I haven't put in the garage sale right. yet. But yeah. we, do, we did have a driveway space that Absolutely. we could have rented. And, you know, there's a lot of people who think, well, I'm living in a suburb. There's no need for somebody to rent my space. But actually, there's probably someone three doors down, and they may have three cars, and their place only fits two. And um, bylaws are making it more difficult to, to park on the city sidewalks as well. Yes, so. they are. And people are getting tickets. So yes, we are. Anytime, <laughs> we're, we're looking for every empty space that's out there that people could monetize. So separately. how do people connect with you? So they can call us at 1-844-YOUR-SPACE, which is 977-7223. They can go onto the platform, spaceishare.com, or email us at info at spaceishare.com. Now, also, we're going to be putting this up all across our social media, so you can go to What She Said Talk, and all the links will be in a handy spot for you right there. And I have one really important question yes. I forgot to ask. How, how? What's the geography of what you oh, offer yeah. now? Yes. Just, just the so GTA? The GTA is where we're really specifically focusing on because it is something very regional. We are actually going to be on Dragon's Den. <gasps> and so that will give us a real bump up and let everyone across Canada know what we're doing and being and able to share space across the entire country. Yeah, That's or, the world. or That's the world. Or the world, eventually the world. Eventually the going. world. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Well, Sarah Selly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, this is fascinating. Kate. Thank you. It was great to be here. Good really luck. appreciate it. Thanks very much. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, everyone? Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, Wake Me Up at the Crack of Dawn. That's the brand new single by Toronto-based funk R&B band Crack of Dawn, who are legends in Toronto. And in studio with us now, we have Michael Dunstan, who's responsible for those vocals, and Alvin Jones, 
who you just heard playing the sax. Welcome to What She Said, gentlemen. Thank hey. you for having nice us. Nice to be here. Nice yeah. to be here. Now, for people who may not know, Crack of Dawn was formed in the mid-70s and was actually the first black band to be signed by a major uh, record company in Canada, really paving the way for future generations mm-hmm. of R&B and reggae musicians. And you're back with a new album. What prompted that? Well, uh, to be honest, I mean, we've certainly been uh, doing a lot of reunions over the years. And the first one uh, that we did was about 1985. It was at the Blue Note, which is on Pears Avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were coming in after Junior Walker and the All-Stars. And uh, we didn't know, but the place was packed every day from Monday to Sunday. Uh, you had to play an entire week back in those days. So uh, the club owner actually asked us, can you guys do another week? Because I guess he lost some money on the, uh, <laughs> the other guy. So uh, we actually did two weeks. So we've been doing reunions over the years for a number of years. And uh, we didn't really stay together because the guitar player in our group uh, has a group called Messenger. And, of course, they had signed with Warner Brothers in the 80s. And they were doing quite well back then. So everybody sort of went their own way and, and did a bunch of other projects. So what was it like putting together an album after a few years off? <laughs> Well, for me, um, I was an orig- wasn't an original member, but mm-hmm. I was in a band called Future Shock at the time when I came across mm-hmm. the border from the states, rehearsing right next door to Crackadon when they signed the contract. So Crackadon was rehearsing to go on the road to play coliseums or what have you. I was rehearsing to go on the road to play bars with Future Shock. I heard them. I heard the singer, and we met in the hallway. And I never seen the band after. They that. never looked back. These guys hired me uh, five years ago. That's all. So what's next for the band? Uh, well, we're coming out with a, with a um, I guess we're doing a remix on one of the songs, the uh, Crack of Dawn song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the one that you have. Yep. Yeah, so we're doing a remix right now. It's being done in Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, gonna, we're looking to add some other people onto it and Ooh. then uh, send it over to, uh, to Europe. So where can people find you online and connect with your music? We are everywhere online. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon, iTunes. Uh, you name it, we're on it. Tindall. Uh, Tindall, Tidal. Tidal. And you name it. <laughs> uh, you can buy our CDs at uh, CD Baby if you want the real cassettes. You can actually buy them uh, uh, at the stores. Or Sunrise Records. Sunrise Records Perfect. right across Canada. Across That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. That is it for What She Said. We'll be back tomorrow at noon on 105.9 The Region and singing us out now in our live studio sessions. Here is Michael Dunstan from Crack of Dawn who will be performing the new single Crack of Dawn. Crack.
Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.